Hello, friend, and welcome to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, higher realms, the mysteries of the universe, and source consciousness. I use hypnosis to get into a deep theta state where I am able to connect to and embody my higher self. What unfolds is a monologue that is dictated by the state of the divine flow as well as any questions I might receive from the human collective consciousness. Enjoy! Before we get started, I wanted to let you know that I have recently published my first book called 72 Keys to Manifestation or An Ancient Path of a Modern Day Alchemist. It is a step-by-step guide on how to become a master manifester in just 72 days and a profound yet easy to follow along path to manifesting anything your heart desires. To find out more info or to get your copy, visit thisismaria.com. It is T-H-I-S-I-S-M-A-R-I-Y-A.com. Hello, hello, my dears, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with My Higher Self. I was going to make a really quick one today. Um, This is going to be a very short episode because I feel called to talk to you about something. And I don't think we're going to need like a whole hour and a half to go through this topic. I also don't know. I feel like sometimes um, shorter episodes are better. Of course, if I go into a very, very deep topic, there's just not enough time. I just have to go all the way. This one, though, is not very... Uh, this one is not that elaborate, so I think we can get done really quickly here. Um, I wanted to talk about the concept of the internal trash can, if I may. So all of us have it, all of you have it. Essentially, each human being has a place within their body where they're depositing all of their unprocessed emotions, all of their unprocessed feelings, all of the uncomfortable sensations that they don't necessarily want to deal with today. Now, there may be more than one place, right? Now, there is a place that tends to be unique for every human, right? There are multiple trash cans, so to say. There are multiple trash cans within your body. These trash cans, these internal places where you're stuck in all the things that you don't want to deal with, they tend to be designated places, right? So internally what's happening is you identify certain places that certain organs within your body, certain tissues that are just going to have to be receptacles for all the things that you don't want to deal with, you don't want to process. And, and that's that. There goes the health of that organ, let me tell you, right? So very often very often, Um, if you consistently keep depositing negative emotions, negative frequencies within a certain organ, it's going to develop a disbalance. What is a negative emotion? A negative emotion is that which is not balanced. Essentially, if you look at a balanced emotion or frequency, it is a cohesive frequency. It kind of flows from one thing into the other. Something that is disbalanced is something that is broken. So essentially, it's not continuous. It's kind of like a vase 
or a vase that has been broken and then maybe has been put back together, right? It's something that's a little bit crooked. It's something that's not perfectly seamless, right? That is a broken emotion. That is a broken feeling, right? So when you stash that inside of an organ, it essentially creates a disturbance, an energetic disturbance. You know, like birds of a feather flock together, right? Like we talked about a clusterization principle of energies all the time, right? Energy likes to stick to other aspects of energy that are similar, right? And really repels things that are not similar, right? That is why they tell you that you're a byproduct of the five people that you spend the most time in. Because according to the clusterization principle of energy, you are going to be the same cluster. You are going to be the same exact person in five different bodies, right? So same thing here. Once you, at the same time, the reverse is true as well. If you take a perfectly balanced ecosystem and then start polluting it, the harmony of that ecosystem is being disturbed, right? So imagine a river or a lake that was perfectly good. All of a sudden, somebody starts dumping, I don't know, oil or byproducts of the chemical industry in there. Next thing you know, you know, it creates a disbalance, a disharmony. Next thing you know, if this keeps happening, all of a sudden, the fishes are dying, the turtles are dying, you know, the next thing you know, if it keeps going on for quite some time, the whole, uh, the whole body of water can be polluted, right? So the same thing is true for when you're starting to deposit certain emotions inside of your bodies that shouldn't be there. By the way, emotions are not meant to be held onto. Emotion is energy in motion. It's meant to move into your body, move out of your body. That is what's meant to happen with this energy. But it's not what's happening, unfortunately. And not all the time, right? With stuck emotions. That's why they're called stuck energies, stuck emotions. They're not the ones that have moved out of you successfully. They just moved in and kind of stayed and took over, right? So when you have a very perfectly harmonious organ, healthy, healthy, things are harmonious things. They are things that are not disjointed. They're, these are not things that are cracked. They're wholesome, right? Unbroken. Once you start putting suboptimal frequencies, a couple of things happen. It creates cacophony in your body. So what used to be a perfectly good orchestra, all of a sudden starts creating sounds that don't play along with the rest of your organism. And worse, worse than that, it's going to start attracting the same kind of frequencies into that organ, right? And that's how you get that trash can, right? So if you start polluting something, like a polluting an organ with your unprocessed emotions, and then you did it again, and then you did it again, chances are that just becomes like your local trash can. Now, like I said, most of you would have more than one, by the way. You can do a diagnostic within your body. What are the places? What are your internal trash cans? What are the spots in your body where you deposit all kinds of negative unprocessed emotions and feelings? The trash can essentially on an energetic level looks like a black void. It's a little bit of a concentrated blackness or darkness, like a black sphere. Um, it doesn't have a very strict surface level, though. 
So it's kind of just like something that emanates darkness, if that makes sense. So that's what that that is what it looks like on an energetic level. So you can just do a quick body scan with me or after that, you know, you can even pause this recording and you could see what are the places, what are the internal organs in your body that have these like little black voids, little black holes, you know, what are the organs that have these? And you would be able to see them really, really clearly, especially for those of you that have like the sight, the inner sight, but even for the ones that, you know, barely see anything, this is like a pretty big exercise, a pretty easy, shall I say. Or you can also ask your body to guide you to these like vortexes of black energy that really show you your internal trash cans of where all of your unprocessed emotions go. Your average human is going to be, um, is going to have between three and seven, is like the average but then i mean the ranges is from one and oh my god it can be like 40 or 50 trash cans like sometimes there's a lot now they're micro but still right it all adds up in the end so how do you deal with the trash cans you uh i mean obviously there's the long way there is the short way there is the in-between way you need to start processing your emotions. All of these trash cans are essentially are, they call your attention to them, right? This is something that your body put off till a brighter day. So one day you could get back to it. And it's kind of like, as if, you know, do, do you know that it's, it's kind of like every unprocessed emotion comes with a sticky note attached to it. And then, you know, and then you, you stash that sticky note on top of the fridge and your intention is to get back to that unprocessed emotion so you can process it at a more opportune time but then you never do and then your fridge ends up being covered with sticky notes top to bottom which is not really helpful to anyone or healthy right and that's where you start developing disease that's when you start developing potentially a lot of dysfunctions in your body that are not so easy to get out of and that they're not so easy to heal or get rid of right so before it gets to that level right you can do certain things on an energetic level I mean, of course, there is more you can do, right? I'm, we're going to talk really quickly what you can do energetically. But also, you know, what are the things that you could do um, emotionally, right? One thing that you should be asking your body and yourself and your higher self is, what are the emotions that I tend to be very bad at processing? And make this a journaling exercise. Literally just take out a journal and do like a little bit of an automated writing exercise. Write down the question of what are the emotions that I tend to not process and deposit in my body? And then write down the answer. Chances are there are three to five major emotions that you just don't like processing. Whether that is jealousy or greed or pain or loss. Sometimes it could be the feelings of not being enough or loneliness. You know, what are these feelings and emotions that are so uncomfortable for you that you refuse to process them? And so you ask that question, right? You ask that question. And then, and then you need to create a safe space in your body to be able to process it. An emotion is like water. The emotion has the vibrations of water. And so I want you to imagine that your emotion is like the rain, right? And your body is like the earth and the earth if you think about it always takes in the rain like the fertile soil always takes in the rain 
and then the rain sips through and you know it can go where whenever the rain needs to go wherever that water needs to go that is not your problem that is not necessarily something you should care about so when you find out what those emotions are your five emotions three to five right or however many you would need to work with each of these emotions separately and you would need to imagine that let's say your emotion is greed right let's say that emotion always gets deposited in your body you just don't want to deal with it you want to imagine that emotion as a cloud and you want to pay attention to what cloud that is you know what color it is maybe what shape and etc 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 right and then you want to imagine there's water that's coming out of the cloud and being absorbed into the soil, right? And so like that water is going to represent that emotion, right? And so you want to imagine that emotion just pouring into the earth or the soil of your body and your body just taking it in, you know, and kind of like taking it in, absorbing it, receiving it, and then sending that emotion on its way. Because again, the emotion is never meant to be stuck in your body. It's like the tides. They come and they go. The ups and the downs. The in and the out, right? And so it is your job to process. And by processing, it means feel it in the moment and let it go. And you would be surprised how quick the, the tides, the emotional tides turn, right? Most emotions are quite fleeting right so you gotta you gotta get really good at feeling them in the moment and just releasing and so make it okay for you to feel that emotion make it okay for your body to receive it momentarily and then let's just let it go right and then you want to go emotion by emotion that you have determined one by one by one imagining each of them being a cloud of its own color and its own shape and as you do that you're kind of like working through that and again you're recreating the contract that you have with your body because every time you trash something you put something into your internal trash can it is a commit uh, it's a commitment and it's a contract that you developed with your body whether you realize it or not is a subconscious contract so your body knows for instance every time that you experience jealousy to take that to your kidneys Every time you experience greed to take that to your heart and every time you experience um, sense of lack or incompetence to take that to your, I don't know, let's say throat or your thyroid, right? So that is a contract that is determined, right? And again, according to the clusterization of principles, similar vibrations are going to go into similar organs, right? So if you are, chances are, if you're experiencing a particular emotion, this emotion belongs to the range of emotions that are available to you. And as such, as such, it most likely is going to come again, right? So all future behavior, or shall we say all past behavior is a good predictor of the future behavior. So chances are, if you're experiencing a negative emotion today, you have experienced it before and you will experience it again, right? And that is why it is, you have to get really good at processing them and allowing your body to just receive and let go. But what I was starting this episode is I wanted to talk about two major trash cans. So most women, you know, there is a default trash can for women, which is the womb. Essentially, every woman 
has one major trash can and that is her womb. There may be different places within the womb where you stash your unprocessed emotions as women. It could be your ovaries, it could be your uterus, you know, it could be essentially, you know, it could be one or the other. It could be both, right? Um, so it could be depending on the woman, but either way, the womb is where women tend to take their unprocessed emotions. For men, it's the stomach. So literally, you know, because I can look and I can scan the collective humanity. You have these two major trash cans to work through as an energy, right? And that is something that's really, really important for you to remember. Here's how you do this. You essentially work through these on the energetic level by encapsulating them in white light, right? So once you get present to, or once you're ready to work with the big, fat, massive trash can, or one of the smaller ones that you have, it doesn't really matter. I want you to imagine that there is a sphere of white light. And I want you to imagine that the sphere of white light is surrounding the darkness in the area where you deposit your negative emotions, right? So it's engulfing, encapsulating, enveloping that part of your body. And as this happens, right? And by the way, I want you to make sure that the entirety of that void, of that black void, of that black vortex is covered. Not partially, not in the middle, not to the side somewhere, but make sure that the entirety of this black void is being covered, right? And so you engulf that with a white light, with a sphere of white light. And now I want you to use your breathing. So you breathe out, and then you breathe in, and then you breathe out. So when you breathe out, next time that you breathe out, I want you to imagine that this white sphere of light is starting to become smaller every breath you take. Essentially, with every cycle of breath, you're living a new mini life. It's a new microcosm of your day. And thus, if you breathe intentionally with every new breath, you get to make changes. And that is just how the reality works, right? And so I want you to make a choice with every new breath that you take that this sphere of white light and essentially the darkness that it encapsulates is becoming smaller and smaller and smaller. So with every breath, that issue is becoming smaller and smaller and smaller. And so it's the white light is starting to minimize the darkness. It's starting to erase it. It's starting to reset it, to rewrite that trauma, to finally process all of the things that have remained unprocessed. And over time, if you do enough breaths, and by the way, depending on how bad it is, it could take a few minutes of breathing here, right? So you may want to stop this recording and really do this when you're ready, right? Eventually, this darkness and the sphere of light that encapsulate the darkness is going to become so small that it's going to become essentially minuscule. 
at this point in time, what you could do is you can clap your hands. And as you're clapping your hands, I want you to imagine that there is a portal that's been opened and you don't need to worry yourself with what kind of portal that is or where it opens to. This is irrelevant for this exercise. I want you to imagine that as, you cla as you're clapping your hands and the portal opens, the remainder of the white sphere and the darkness that's inside of it is just flowing through that portal and is disappearing and then the portal is closing and so essentially you're done right and then what i would like for you to do is in that place where there was this void you know there is a remnant of that disbalance that this darkness was and you want to rebuild the tissues the energetic tissues as well as the physical tissues frankly that have been damaged and the way you do that is by using the golden flame. I made an episode about the golden flame in the past. If you want to refer to it, if you want to work with the energies of the golden flame, the golden flame is the flame of resurrection and also bringing things to their original state. It's like the golden section of the flames. It's bringing something to its original blueprint. It's a beautiful, beautiful, very high dimensional energy. So I love working with the golden flame in all types of healings. So here, what you want to do is you want to imagine that you have a thread of golden light and that thread is starting to weave things and kind of like weave things, the original blueprint into being and repair, reset the tissues, energetic and otherwise, physical tissues as well, in the exact spot where your darkness was. That's really important. And you want to take the time to do that. You want the things to run their natural course. You don't want to try to force this process. You don't want to try to speed it up. Just let it run. Let it be exactly how it's supposed to be. Right? And then here it's also important to help those tissues to become fully incubated. So this is pretty deep energy work that we just did. Right? transcending this much darkness is actually no joke it's high level cosmic healing work so i want you to imagine right that there is we're going to use the violet flame here that there is a violet sphere of light that is encapsulating this tissue that you just restored and I want you to imagine that this violet sphere is just kind of like almost like hugging this newly created tissue. Like a little like craddling or like babying this new tissue. And you want to create the sphere around it like a protective shell, if you will. And you want to live it there for the night, right? So like have an intention for the violet flame to remain with you. For the next however many hours till the next morning right because it's really important for these tissues to be fully incubated to fully grow into their full power so that they can be fully restored so that is how you really want to get rid of the trash cans that live in your body less they create disease or any other type of dysfunction i just felt like it's really really important to notice 
uh, to note this because most people end up spending uh, their whole lives not knowing why they have a stomach ache and you know all these infertility issues in women it, there's no I mean it's no wonder because here's here's an important thing about this when you're healing this you're not just healing this for yourself you're healing this for your lineage and you're healing this obviously for posterity as well right when I say lineage is the ancestors and your children and the children of your children etc etc right there have been generations of humans that have used the same spots in their body as trash cans. So your mothers, your fathers, your grandparents all used for generations, at least 10 generations have used the same spots as their trash cans. So there is a whole lot of darkness to work through. There is a whole lot of stuck emotions to work through your body. I'm just saying, right? And I mean, the womb in particular really worries me because it's getting worse, you guys, right? All the infertility issues with women. I'm not saying that it's unprocessed emotions that are causing the infertility, or I'm not saying they're the only culprit, but they're one, right? Because think about it. As you're trying to conceive, you have an egg that needs to travel down the fallopian tube. If you are, if you've been using your womb as a trash can, all of the different aspects of your body are polluted. It's like, imagine trying to drive on a highway when that highway is essentially one glorified trash bin. That is going to be pretty hard for cars to move around if if plastic is everywhere and all kinds of other, I don't know, like somebody threw away their sofa and these other folks, I don't know, threw away their old... Uh, car and then you're like well i'm trying to move here and it's it's really hard right and so if it's congested enough then it would be incredibly hard for you to conceive naturally at least right so decongesting your womb is an act of self-love and self-care and by the way if you're also trying to become a mother this is the way to do it right in fact, it's actually quite unfair for you to try to bring up new life and raise new life in the womb section that's supposed to be a holy temple of your body. But because you've been using that and your mothers and your grandmas and like literally 10 generations back have been using that as a place where all the stuff you don't want to deal with goes, then that's just plain unfair to the baby that's going to try to grow in there. And by the way, when I say okay, womb, one thing that's important, it's not just for childbirth. Any type of creation you take through your body starts in your womb, right? And it's it's like a womb area. It's an energetic area. I want you to imagine that, you know, the womb is really like um, a galaxy. Have you guys seen how galaxies move? If not, have you seen pictures of galaxies? If not, like literally Google this, um, you know, Google it after this episode. Um, it's literally like a vortex, um, it's it's beautiful and it moves uh, like in you know kind of like in a clockwise direction for the most part obviously depending on how you look at it but it's a movement right so your womb is like a galaxy like in terms of energetically of how it's um, how it's moving right and it cannot be a safe space and it cannot create a life in whatever form that is whether that's a new business whether that is any creative pursuit or endeavor it cannot really nurture your creativity if it has been polluted to no, like to, to a crazy degree, right? It's just not going to work, right? So cleanse that, 
by getting rid of these pockets of negativity and you know and then then get on with creation because that would represent your pure potential that would represent your pure force and creative power um yeah and that's really all i wanted to uh come on and talk to you about today um and you know um i hope this was helpful i hope you take some time to cleanse and clear and you can move on to bigger and better things fully decluttered and, and fully ready for all of your pursuits including creative ones sending you a big virtual hug and i'll see you in the next one bye thank you so much for listening to conversations with my higher self podcast we hope that you enjoyed this episode please visit thisismaria.com for more insights and offerings from maria and sergey it is T-H-I-S-I-S-M-A-R-I-Y-A dot com. We hope to see you in future episodes.